welcome to another fantastic episode of Podcast and Bullshit, the number one source of internet entertainment on the internet. Uh, it's, you know, by what metrics? Uh, stay tuned to find out. I am your host for this lovely episode, Dylan Tierney. And joining me, and only the only person joining me on this very small, cozy episode of PNB, is Robert Beach. Say hello. It's a very sedate episode. There's only two people, so... Uh... Um, no wild stories about um, my bidets uh, this this week. Damn, uh, damn. Those play well to crowds, and uh, um, I don't know, like, uh, two's not really a, a crowd here if you're counting yourself, so. Wow, I'm just not a big shot, I'm not enough of a big shot for you to, to dump on your big bidet stories, okay. Go mm-hmm, fix an O-ring, mm-hmm. you fuck. <laughs> Go flip I mean, it I, over. I, I do have a bidet story, but like it's it's a bit. You'll much, save it, but, save um, it, save it. We'll be fine. I, I, I don't know if Kayla will like it, but uh, <laughs> oh god, okay. Uh, she, All she, right. she won't understand, you know. Ah uh, yes, I'm sure she. <laughs> how could she? You know, she's. Uh, mm, I don't. Mm, how could she? I don't even know the context, so I'm gonna just uh, zip it. It's fine. It's fine. It, it's, it's it's just it's just real nice. Bidets are real nice. Gotcha, gotcha. She wouldn't understand the ball tickling. I get it. <laughs> it's not it's the prostate but whatever ah okay. uh, the prostate gotcha gotcha we'll we'll, we'll save that for pmb 210 can't wait to hear that episode but uh <laughs> this is by and large when i decided or when we decided it's a video game show and we talk about video games in this here podcast and it just so happens that people have been going crazy over the last few weeks um with video game news there's just a shit ton of stuff kind of coming in i feel like this is where the e3 this is where e3 kind of uh died and unceremoniously spilled its bowels all over the remnants of september here uh because we've got new console prices new console well i wouldn't say new console games but uh new console prices and dates and all <laughs> kinds of stuff so yeah oh, i don't know that's that seems to be the, the that's what's in the air is uh new console business you know P- sony had their playstation 5 press conference or whatever the fuck it was earlier today um, Xbox had their fucking shit leak on the internet last week and then cheekily revealed the Xbox Series S on Twitter and then later just threw it up of like, yeah, $300, $500, come this mm-hmm. May, or, come in this November, play Assassin's Creed here, please. We have nothing else. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's, uh, I, now, bear in mind, I have not actually seen the entire Sony presser. I, I watched some clips on my break at work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't seen everything. I didn't even see God of War 2 until I got home. Um, so well, the way they announced it was like, we're going to do a little teaser to show like, hey, do you forget we're doing God of War Ragnarok? Did you forget that we, we, we teased that there's going to be a sequel? No shit, there's going to be a oh, sequel. Oh shit, there's going to be a no sequel. No shit, it's going to be on the PS5. Oh, yeah, man. exactly. That's crazy. It, 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 it's just that teaser image. Like, it was it was at the very end of the presser. Like, after was the Thor picking up Mjolnir, or what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like it may as well have been. Thor, 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 Thor down against Thor, Thor and Odin because he killed his sons and, and so on. Killed Odin's son, you killed Thor's sons. Ah. Y- y- you know. It. Yeah, I get the vibe. It's God of War. I kind of know what I'm in for there, but uh, that was a good. That was. God of War 2018 was good. I can at least say yeah. it was good. It was a good action game. I'd be I'd be willing to give one of those more of a shot. But like, yeah, I <laughs> 2021, maybe 2022. Who knows? I still need to finish it. Like I, I I got to the like. If you have anything else to do, now's the time to do it Turn before we make now. our final. Is it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I love when fucking games do that because 
sometimes you just keep getting them over and over again and the game's actually not ending and it's just like when are you actually going to end <laughs> yeah final fantasy 7 remake god yeah. damn it yeah yeah no they did Jesus. reveal final fantasy 16 at this event though i still don't 16, really know what it's gonna yes. quite be but um uh, yeah it, it, it just they're i don't back I, to fantasy so that's something it is. It, it, it is. And, and uh, it's, it, it seemed more in the line with, like, all right, I guess Final Fantasy VII and, and XV are ways that we're going to go it's, with the Final Fantasy That's kind of where they're series. going from now on, yeah. Because, like, I mean, even even ten and twelve and thirteen kind of went in that more of a proactive and action-based uh, battle system and environment. Yeah. Um, so it, this does feel like a natural push, and um, after, you know, you know, people love Final Fantasy VII Remake, I'm sure that's really pushing the Final Fantasy, uh, Final Fantasy 16 team um, mm-hmm. to like kind of follow up on that a little bit and, and really, I, it, I don't know, it seems to be invoking a lot of that in between like fantasy and and mo- modernity or modernity uh, like it, it's going back to fantasy obviously, the crystals are the, are the highlights. Far more. But... Crystals, you got night armor, yeah it's, it's like alright, yeah, I'm fine is, with this. But... Yeah, exactly. Because we, we haven't had that since 9. So, and, and <laughs> there's a, a little, wild. I guess there's, yeah. there's, there was a little, there's flourishes of it in 14. And the creative director of Final Fantasy 14 is also the create, if not the creative director, one of the creative directors for Final Fantasy 16. Um, and he's, man, people love that guy, man. He's the guy who turned Final Fantasy 14 around, you know? Like, he has a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, prestige and panache in uh, the gaming sphere for what he did. And he seems really excited to tackle 16. It, it, Looks cool. I, yeah, I'm and very interested. I I I, I gotta say, um, a lot of those albums of Final Fantasy are on Spotify, and I am plowing through them. Very good. <laughs> I I, I, I never music. really gave like Final Fantasy's music like, a genuine like. All right, I'm gonna sit down and listen to this stuff, or just like have it on shuffle. And so it's like, yeah, it's just pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's just pretty good. Like, should I get into Final Fantasy now as as, as like a series? What am I saying? Should, like, should I, should I play, you know, the thirteen series, the the, the thirteen trilogy? What is wrong with me? <laughs> I don't know what? about no, that. No, I don't need more JRPGs. <laughs> Maybe just listen to the songs. Like, I I love Final Fantasy uh, music. Um, but especially like thirteen, like later entries, like the music is good. It's very good. But I don't feel like it's super dependent on having the game as your narrative backdrop to enjoy it. Yeah. Like seven and like six and some of the older Final Fantasies can be like. Yeah, it, it, it's just like I I I have a bit <clears throat> of a like a FOMO going on where it's just like oh man, this it sounds kind of interesting. It, it's just like now I'm curious. Like okay, what's the difference between like six and and eight and. And what's the difference between twelve and thirteen, and and, and, and so on? Like seeing what, what the similarities are, seeing what, what what the through line is. It's just it's a, it's a franchise that, that, that I've long held considered like just like you know what I'm good. I'm not gonna touch it. And lo and behold, like I I I I, I, I beat remake, and it's like oh boy, like I don't know, like I, I how do you follow you know, up? Not, now I'm it's curious. Hard to say. Because, like, if you're trying to go into, like, oh, what's the latest, like, big-name Final Fantasy? 15? Okay, this pretty pretty objectively worse all-around, like, gameplay <laughs> systems than 7 Remake. So that's that's going to be a difficult one to go Ye- back to. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And then I, you don't seem like the MMO guy, so I'm just going to say that right now. Uh, 11 God. and 14 might not be your cup of tea. I, 
I respect the hell out of fourteen, but even I could not really get into you, it yet. You you heard what I, I what, what, what 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 happened with you with uh, with Warframe and Destiny. That just like oh I, god I, I, yeah maybe you don't need to get into Fort Final Fantasy fourteen dude <laughs> dude like I, I, <laughs> that could be scary. It, it was bad like a, like it was one of those like it was like one, one week where it was like I'm just doing literally the same thing over and over again just to gather resources every day just doing my dailies and it's like wh- why am I doing this just like it, it just keep on getting into the cycle of, of, of just like all right hey I, I gotta level up I gotta level up but they keep raising the light level or, or the power level or whatever. <laughs> it's too too worse. Like, like it doesn't matter. Like af- after a certain point in the season, it doesn't matter. Why am I doing this? It's like I will say, know, four, fourteen. Yeah. Fourteen leads more in the laurels of old school or MMOs, where like it's not as battle pass grindy. It can still yeah. be grindy. It can definitely still be grindy, but at least it's not a virtual fucking like keys dangling in front of your face. Usually, like, it, it's if like you're gonna make me or some core thing you're doing. Make me make me go 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 into we- go into the warehouse and kill ten sewer rats. Like it better be like f- fucking entertaining and, or, or like interesting rather than like, yeah, we're just like checkboxing. You got to do this and you got to go over there and it, it's, it's just like don't make it tedious. And I feel like a lot of MMOs make it tedious to the point where it's like like you get the big sweet desserts of of like like all right, you got to go on the raid now or you got to go on the dungeon and that involves like gathering a bunch of people. Being social with one another and, and just doing all this like investment cannot relate. As somebody who couldn't even stomach a Destiny raid, I cannot relate. I I want to, but I, I just because never made the push. And like when that, Destiny, that was the closest vanilla, I've been. Vanilla Destiny yeah. two came out, and my friends are like, "Oh, we want to do the raid blind." I'm like, "That doesn't sound fun at all." Like, do you think I want to spend 14 hours pushing my face into my keyboard? I, I <laughs> call me when you guys have a walkthrough. Send me to Game Facts. Yeah, that's a. <laughs> That's a I, lot. I, I mean, I, I I understand the drive and the the sort of cool feeling it is when you can when you go for like a blind run and like you know yeah. fi- figure it out and it's that is a cool feeling. We're not teenagers uh, anymore. I yeah, that's just not my my scene. That's not my bag for sure. Um, is yeah, you, is you, you flailing need myself at it. Dedication to that. I I I just don't. I don't have the patience for it. That's why I'm waiting for Beyond Light to finish these fucking Shadowkeep raids and just power level me, man. I don't give a shit. God, I, 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 that's the thing about, like, Destiny. Like, I, I got into that repetition, but I did not play, like, the, the, the most recent two, like, story DLC missions at all. Shadowkeep or, or the previous one. Dude, Shadowkeep feels like the most in-between fillery story I've ever seen, where it's just, like... Ghosts of the past are like influencing what, what's going to go on mm-hmm. in the future, and it's like, man, this seems very pointless. And uh, I'm not disclaimer: I'm not a Destiny lore guy. I don't know shit about that lore, and I never found it engaging enough for me to want to really like dive deep into it, like I can mm-hmm. for other things. But like, it's just, mm, I don't know. Like, I had a lot of fun with Shadowkeep because I hadn't played the last two years of Destiny, um, so I don't know how much of fun I had was because of Shadowkeep, or how much fun it was because I was playing this game with my friends, you know. Got a decent PC. This game loads yeah. really fast. I put it on my fucking new SSD and everything. Like, I think it was a it was a perfect time and perfect place for Destiny. So that's why I put fucking ninety hours into it when I did. Um, and uh, you know, I mean, look who I'm talking to. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, just getting your hooks in you. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I beyond light, I feel like I'll be a lot more casual with. Because that month, a lot of stuff's coming out. Yeah, and like I, I, I don't think I'll. I, I can't go back. 
Because, like, I, I, I might wait for a sale for Beyond Light to be cheaper, then it's like, all right, I'll give it a shot and, like, try to get back in into Destiny. But, like, at that point, it's like, yeah, like, I, I'm going to be playing Yakuza 7, and then after that, I'm going to say, you know what, I'm going to play Yakuza 6 because I have the copy here with me. So you're good throughout the year. You've got your fucking oh, dude, 2020 yeah. set. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to play some stuff until, like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to get Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Fine. Are you going to have, like, a low-quality image of you crying at the end of Yakuza 6? <laughs> Jesus. I, I can't wait. I can't Where's wait. Where's that from? Like, like, oh, okay, I, I've seen some story stuff from Yakuza 6, and, like, it's it's not bad. It, it, it's it's it's... No, it's a, it's, it's a it's a good one. I think it just gets overlooked because like uh, a lot of that hype goes towards the Kiwami games because those seem like they've been getting a lot more, a lot more you know momentum and push it because okay. also Kiwami two you know, kind of just came out and Kiwami one was I feel like right when the franchise was sort of blowing up in the West. I feel like that zero was definitely six, definitely that, that that moment. Um, five was the start of it. Um, with with the campaign to get it, you know, like get it um, translated to the West, but it was digital only. And then they decided, like, all right, yeah, we'll we'll translate it to the West for for zero. And that's that's be- that that began like, all right, here's a jumping on point for the for the series. Holy crap, this is a lot of it. And also, it's like at the end of the day, I think it is like one of the best Yakuza stories mm-hmm. in the series. And like six, six might be close to it. It, it seems like because it's not gobbly gook, and it's not like all like action movie cliches the entire time, right? But it, it's just I don't know, like, like right time, right place to, to have like the, the the perfect prequel at at, at that point, because like it kind of is. Like I I can't think of like another like really good prequel besides maybe Halo Reach, which like I might be yeah, like yeah. turning t- turning the tide on because like I'm I'm just thinking it's like. Man, Halo Witch was kind of cool. Like, I, I didn't I like, like it at the time. I like it a lot. I, yeah, it's it just like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That map was from here. Oh, yeah. It's like, fuck, that was Remember good. this set piece? Remember this, like, narrative moment, even if it's a little hammy and silly? Like, because uh, they're trying to be way more, not way more, Mel- but a bit Mel- more Mel- melodramatic. Yeah. Melodramatic. But just, like, l- listen to the soundtrack, and it's like, yeah, the soundtrack is underrated. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Like I reach is I I still go out to reach from time to time on PC. It's it's a fun time. I do also feel like it's because it it sort of feels like a culmination of Bungie Halo. Like they kind of threw everything into into Halo Reach in terms the of finale. Content. Yeah, exactly. And, and being you know Bungie's swan song for Halo, and it's like, well, here's like this kind of more somber, gripping campaign. Here's a multiplayer mode filled to the gills of shit to do in modes and a whole different like multiplayer like overarching yeah. what was it, the I, I i forget it every time i bring it up but it's like war zone <laughs> or something right like the uh it was like a more pv like you're no, on not, a squad no. is it war zone no 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 the, the war zone was in five which which had whatever like it, it was like some people like it some people didn't like it um the one the one year mode you're thinking of like i forget the name but it's 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 kind of like the it's attackers like versus defenders. Mode. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. Offense, defense, and they were you play yeah, like Spartans one's playing elites. as elites, one playing as uh, Spartans. I like, yeah. one's attacking, one's one's defending, one's and then defending. You, you, you go through waves. You go through waves on this yeah. environment. I God, I remember playing that so much listening to fucking podcasts. God damn. But uh, different time, different different time for sure. But no, those um, I don't know. Like 
And it, it, even even just spiraling back to our original discussion of like, what are we doing with these consoles? Like the moment I'm, I saw Halo Infinite get delayed, I'm like, well, that's kind of kind of for Xbox. Like we I don't thought know, that like, was it. We were just like, well, that's it for Xbox. On top of like, all right, so the PlayStation Five has Miles Morales as, a, as an exclusive game to the system, right? Right? Mm, right? Of, uh, let's say publisher exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. You can't play that game on a PS4. It's fine. It's fine. Which, which like, when I heard the news, I I, I just, I just like, started laughing. Or it's just it's like, of course. Of course it is. Like, you have the biggest install base. You just, right. just put you it there. You want to make your money back it... on this Miles Morales game. I understand. Right. Yeah, like it, it makes sense, but it was like, I was like kind of, I was disappointed because it's like, well, I, I, all right, like I was expecting it to be PS5 exclusive and the, something to look forward to on the PS5, but now it's like, all right, so I'll just buy it in December if I really wanted to. <laughs> it's like, all right, okay, sure, fine. why not? I don't know. Like, it, uh, I will say, if you haven't played Spider-Man before, that would be a pretty inciting and enticing offer of like. Getting like uh, an enhanced version of Spider-Man for PS4 on PS5 because like they talk about the load times being way better and like it's just a smoother yeah. overall experience. Like that seems like the, a great way to play Spider-Man, but also I feel like a lot of people played Spider-Man. It was not True. a small game. True, not, and... not in the latest. <laughs> True, and and looking at like a lot of like Sony exclusives, they they really feel like like oh gosh like I oh gosh like I. Like N sixty four, like like Whew. the games there, like there weren't that many, but the good ones they were good. They they were definitively good. They they, yeah. they, they were the ones that like, like shook the foundation. They're, they're not like all right, yeah, like, we we have three Tekken games on, on the system, you know, like <laughs> no, but they have one like, gold. They have one golden eye, you know. Yeah, like yeah, quality it, of it was that level. It was, it was like there's no other experience to be had besides on this system. Yeah, and yeah. The, like it was, it was fewer and far between, and it's like now we have so many of those types of experiences. Oh like, we, yeah, we, 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 like you just just like banking on like dangling the keys to like New Horizon, New God of War, which that Horizon's s- going to be on PS4. Did you not see that? Did you see that the New Horizon game is also going to be cross gen? So I, I don't even I don't even have high expectations for how that's going to push the envelope like technologically. God of War <laughs> two. Sure. I bet it will. I bet it's going to look great. I bet they're going to put plenty of time and energy sure. in that one. But it's like, I don't know, man. Like what I feel like people are like, I feel like these these console manufacturers are pushing these out because they feel like they have to. Because, you know, they have now fucking the time, I guess. Econo- it's been they like have economical seven years. deadlines to reach. They can't just push these back yeah. into the next quarter because like, I'm sure there's a whole fucking hodgepodge of dumb capitalist reasons why they can't actually put this thing in the oven for long enough. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, because like, <laughs> there's like no Halo got pushed, and then like Miles Morales is on PS4. It's like I don't have really like there's nothing. There's really nothing on these systems that's like oh I gotta get me a PS5 other than like giving into gamer hype, you know, sort of vapid gamer hype that I'm mm-hmm. just not really about anymore. And like even PC is just like well I mean I'm, I'm the games I'm playing right now run pretty well on my PC, so like I feel like I don't have to upgrade for. It, maybe it another runs six months enough. or a year. Like I don't need yeah. I don't need these games to be fucking whip cracking like top of the line fucking they just like need to I function. gotta run everything. Like I just need it to work and I wanna edit podcasts on this computer, man. Like <laughs> I'm not I'm not looking for top of the line like thirty eighties or anything, but even then 
literally while we're recording, those went for sale, and they're like fucking seven hundred dollars when they mm-hmm. when high end graphics cards used to cost at least like fifteen hundred or twelve hundred dollars or something. Man, it was ridiculous. And yeah, you made it up for you made up for it in the long run because you routinely buy sixty dollars games for like eight dollars or twelve dollars. But like, mm-hmm. it's a it's a lot. It's a long time for you to return on your investment. So. I don't know. I think I'll just wait on PC until I'll sit on my PC I have now until like tax time or something and kind of look at my funds there and be like, well, I mean, I could kind of incrementally upgrade it. Like, there's nothing saying I can't. I have a very, yeah, and like, there's, upgradable there's PC. no better time than now to get into PC gaming. You got PC gaming, <laughs> P- PC um, Game Pass, you have Steam, and like both, like you have the Epic Game Store, which is routinely giving out free games, free which I haven't, games I haven't checked at all this week, just to throw in the library. And it's like that's cool. I'll play it someday, maybe never. But I just want to own it, just to own <laughs> just it. Got, you know what, Dark Siders, I don't think uh, War Mastered away. Edition. Yeah. You know, I gotta make sure Dark Siders War Mastered Edition is nice and comfy, so that when I never play it, it actually knows that. I- <laughs> I actually still own it. Exactly. Yeah, and it's just like cool. I have that now. I can, I'm I'm hoarding all this oh, stuff. All right, my third version we're, we're, of Super Meat Boy. I can't wait. <laughs> this one without Danny B's music. Great. Yeah, oh, great. Yeah, yeah. Everybody loves not having Danny B music. <laughs> Half the point of the game. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes licenses can be a bitch. But I did see since we recorded last time, they did get the Scott Pilgrim Pilgrim game back in circulation for this. Uh, this, I think, holiday season. Yeah, and and, and, and you know, I, I think that makes sense because, like, I, I think um, it being the tenth anniversary of the actual movie, you kind of saw that um, with Ghostbusters as well, like a, like a year or two ago, where it was re released because, like, oh, look at this! It's the tenth anniversary of this game. What is it now? Oh, tenth anniversary of the Scott Pilgrim film. <laughs> came out recently God. so like now's a good time to put it back out right 10th anniversary borderlands 2 bundle and then i'm gonna just fucking wither to dust god damn oh borderlands 3 i th- that game had <laughs> had the worst time and place in the in in my both online and offline friends groups so just like we really like borderlands 2 was one of our favorite games of that year easily and it's like yeah. man you couldn't pay I us no to interest shit yeah about borderlands 3 <laughs> Like, here's the thing. It's 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 a competent, good shooter. Now we play Destiny. Thing, well, yeah, <laughs> th- 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 there's that. But but just just like what what else did it do to make itself like stand out and be interesting? All right, the art style, the the humor, like the little, little like flourishes and, and and like like the little things that they do on, like on the outside that where they can that reflects like the 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 world that you're you're playing in like these fun little side stories and, and injecting the, the, these fun characters along with it hmm. and I, like that was the whole entire thing that, that that like drew me to Borderlands and drew me to like continue the, to like and enjoy this series like all right what what, what fun little nugget am I, am I gonna come across here or like oh this is a neat gun this does an, an interesting thing but now it's like Half the reason why I, I, I like the series is now, like, I don't know, just not funny. It's, I mean, we grew up, you know? Like, we're not fucking, mm. we're not 18, we're not 21, you know? Like, it's different, uh, man. It's, it's different. It's just different tastes and different, different things we're into as we get older. Like, we had a fucking. We, we had a whole fucking existential thing of like, oh man, does Talk Radar hold up? And I'm like, no. 
there's definitely half of that show that just doesn't hold up anymore. And that's yeah, fine. And, 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 and that's that happens. Okay. They didn't build a show that was meant to last the, the you know, stand the test of time. They were just fucking hanging out after work and drinking beers. Exactly. But but just like we we played Borderlands two recently, like a year or two ago, and it's still like <laughs> Yeah, that's good. We did. That's fun. Yeah. I forgot we did that. Checkmates. Yeah, Jesus, that, we enjoyed that's where it. Started. It was that's fun. Where it started. Well, we did yeah. have a mod pack too. We had a mod loader, <laughs> so Fucking we race. had a lot of stuff going in our systems. Hey, yeah, no, Reese knew what was up. Like, I, I would love to try that again, but oh, yeah, there's just too I'm, much to I'm, play I'm these too days. busy bl- blasting through uh, Halo, the Halo series with Sarah. Halos and Yakuza's. Any... Yeah, Halos and Yakuza's. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, like, we still have to finish, um, Halo 1, but, um, you know, like, every, every two weeks at this point, we, we, we played the game together, because she's, she's got a full dance card, and the only time I ever socialize is here, so, that's fun. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's just, a, I, it's, a, like, not to the hammer at home, like, hammer at home too hard, but it's like, you know, our tastes will change and evolve over time, and yes, I know I've been playing Hearthstone for seven years. I have been, and that's a game that's like a constant in my life. But like for a lot of, for a lot of stuff that's more dependent on like humor and action and stuff mm-hmm. that you have to be more engaged in. Because Hearthstone's a card game; it's very easy to be passive about Hearthstone. You don't even <laughs> have to play it that much to really be in the ecosystem. But for a game like Borderlands, it feels like you have to be kind of plugged in. Because not only is it now, you know, oh, it's Borderlands Three; it's a sequel to Borderlands Two, big game that we were all into when we were younger. But now it's also competing with all these fucking live service games and games as a service, where they want their game to be the only game you play and games that don't is end. not feasible there's so many of them and now there's games that don't end that act like mmos exactly but just like mostly Aven- in the monetary Avengers and content and drop yeah, yeah division fucking destiny destiny did it destiny was one of the first so i got you kind of give them credit for, for uh, right kind of cut them a little slack for that but it's like even then it's like, well, yeah, I like Destiny a lot, but like, I don't have time to put in every. I I can't fill out the battle pass. That's all battle passes are is to keep you fucking and, hooked and in. And that's even more to the point of like, of like Borderlands Three, where it's like it feels like a game unfrozen from time, where it's like we got a season pass. You <laughs> guys like, like those season passes, right? You know, yeah, you know that you get that thirty dollars season pass. You're gonna go to Handsome Jack's Casino. Yeah, like, <laughs> great, great, great. You got Damian Clark back. That's good. I'll give you that, but. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Oh, like, fuck. It's, it's it's just it's weird times where I never saw myself becoming like a PC gamer ever. Not when I like ten years ago, even like seven years ago. That's never that's saw more it to as the point where like how easy it is to be like, oh yeah, I, I I have a desktop computer, and you know like it runs a lot of games pretty well, and a lot of games are pretty well optimized to yeah. allow allow itself to be. Um, it's, you know, it's not like the, the, the late aughts or early 2010s where PC ports were known for being shitty as hell. Like, mm-hmm. I got fucking, cause on a whim, I got, well, it wasn't on a whim. I actually had gotten pretty drunk, like, four nights ago, and I'm like, I'm gonna get Metal Gear Solid. I like that game. So then oh, I bought it for $7. The, it was that night, okay. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> I bought Metal Gear Solid the 5, the complete collection, which is you just Metal Gear. Hey, I... I played through Ground Zeroes, fun time. Got through uh, the intro fan of pain and did the first mission where you rescue Kaz. Uh, still a great game. I really, it's very Hitman-y um, in terms of like uh, like shenanigans you can get up to. Big open space and I just got into the Fulton system. Yeah. yeah, like it's, I don't know. I think you might be able to make the case that it's a bad Metal Gear game, and I could agree with that because in terms of what makes it a Metal Gear game, it's still very just like. 
it's up its own ass in a way that it's not. Metal Gear is usually up its own ass in a very specific way, where yeah, you can see you can see its inspirations on its sleeve. You can see that it's a very wacky, zany political thriller. Not as much stuff. Not as much of that in in Phantom Pain. It's more like suspense stuff from time to time they'll throw in like oh here's here's this floating kid who looks like psycho mantis uh and here's this dude who's on fire like the and, most uh, like metal gear it's... aspect of um phantom pain is like the tutorial like the the, the first like couple hours and then once you actually yeah. get to the open world part and once it's you get like, to afghanistan all right yeah like, like this is mm. this is kind of like a different game now well it is a completely different game and, and it kind and of i really it's like what that too. game is i can't hammer that home enough but i i really like metal gear like Solid it's, 5 it's not what i wanted overall. in a metal gear but like i i enjoyed it honestly it was one of my favorite like stealth games i've ever played and still yeah. kind of is like if it wasn't for hitman kind of shaking it up i think i feel like it would be the benchmark for stealth action period I think Hitman is taking it and that in a very different direction, um, and like it, it's constantly building on on itself, Just like giving band. you a giant sandbox to play with, right? Exactly, exactly. And Metal Gear does that as well, but that's the whole sandbox right up front. Where mm-hmm. Hitman, they kind of, kind of parse it out between entries in the series, but and you always get to revisit levels, those. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Like uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, it's. It's uh, it's still really good. I still really like the way it plays, and I'm glad I spent $7 on it. I mean, you know, it's like $7, you know, it wasn't that much of it. People have done made far worse decisions drunk than, <laughs> hey, I'm going to buy one of my favorite games of the last decade for $7. Yeah. So I might, not, I might not finish it. I might just do the first couple chapters, but, like, it's still really fun, and I still like that you can, like, hide behind your horse while you're riding it. You can, like, slide off the side a little bit, and, like, somehow that just fools people. Like the, horse the, the, tech, the, yeah. the the horse, yeah, all that horse. I love D horse and I love D dog. I'm about to get D dog in my game actually. Um, God, he has a knife in his mouth and he just runs at people. It's <laughs> that's that's some of the Metal Gear shit. And unfortunately, Quiet is also very Metal Gear. Yes. Um, <laughs> so there's, there's there's a lot there's of like Metal Gear quirks quirks in the gameplay, but the actual like story like like oh the story is just is, like, like oh we're gonna we, build we, up we Mother Base four. We're, we're gonna take it down. A lot. Well, I mean, it just feels like they were retreading, like, Peace Walker story beats yeah. of, like, we're going to build up Mother Base, you know, this thing that was, like, the the big battleship area of, of, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> of, of Metal Gear 1. Like, that was the whole set point was uh, Mother Base. And, like, that was the point. That, that was, you know, Big Boss's operation. Big Boss is, is the sort of big bad of this world. He went rogue sort of playing into yeah. that i you know i remember at the time like oh we're gonna see this is how big boss turns bad but then it's like oh no you're like a you're like oh a no this is who, just like some like a- contrived like uh story reasons to why like oh you face big boss and metal gear one but no that was actually fake big boss no it was and you're fake, yeah fake. It, was a, it was a pretty lazy recon even by a uh, retcon rather by uh yeah. even by gojima standards but not not even by because most of the time kojima at least has some kind of compelling undertones in his narrative but like didn't really see the point of like even in Ground Zeroes of just of just like oh you know those child soldiers you built a kinship with in Peace Walker like well now they're dead and now we put a bomb in one stomach and threw her off a plane like cool great love it God <laughs> I oh, forgot about God. that no dude lower it's, abdominal it's, it's still yes. weird it's still weird God. yes lower lower abdominal but um. What else have I been up to? I mean, it's been a it's been a very 2015 mood uh, for me since I've been playing a lot of Higher Warriors as well. I got real jazzed once they announced that Higher Warriors sequel. I'm like, all right, this is kind of like exactly what I wanted out of. If they were to do like a 
like DLC? a continuation of the uh, of, of the universe of, of that Breath of the Wild universe. It's like this is what I wanted. Yeah. Well, so technically, I mean, I didn't want a Hyrule Warriors game to be my Breath of the Wild, but right. if I'm getting Breath of the Wild in this fashion, I don't mind that because I still do like Hyrule Warriors. I'm just concerned. Mm-hmm. Well, not concerned. I'm just interested to see how they handle what that game actually is because Hyrule Warriors is a game about celebrating all of Zelda. You had like forty fucking characters in that game. Yeah, you had like you had the the king from Wind Waker. You had the boat. You could play as the boat <laughs> from Wind Waker, and uh, your the fucking one off NPC character Marin from uh, The Link's Awakening, who turns into a seagull. I don't know. Oh, God, she, she's implied to turn into a seagull at the end. The Link's Awakening is a giant fucking acid trip, man. But uh, <laughs> I, I, God, if only she turned into a giant seagull, that would be very funny. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, she does not though. But uh, higher words is still fun. I mean, like I, I did what I did last time I played that game. It's like I'm putting all my points into Young Link. He has a very like super powerful, over dramatic Majora's mm-hmm. Mask install. Like one of his super moves, he literally throws the the moon at you and then cuts it and cuts the moon in half right before it hits you. Like he cuts the entire moon in half with his sword, and then it, like it's very very over the top anime. But I I kind of love it for that. Um there's so much Hyrule Warriors. Just, there's, it's a game that I think there is might there be just too much board? game. Yes, there is. Hyrule Warriors oh, Definitive fuck. Edition. Okay, all right. It, yeah, it counts as a Nintendo game, so it might not go on sale that much. But if you can get it for like thirty bucks, I'd recommend it. There's uh, that too seems much like the game. type of game where if you, if you check the Nintendo sales, it's, it's probably going to be like twenty bucks one of these it, times. It, true, it could be if they do the Nintendo Selects. I wonder, you know. Are they going to do Nintendo Selects for, like, Switch games? Because they haven't done it yet. I have, I've never really thought about that. They even did that for, like, Wii and 3DS games. Don't know about Wii U games, because I don't think any of them besides Mario Kart sold anything. So, Nope. Definitive editions but, all the way. Yeah, that's why that's why Switch is full of definitive editions. Like, oh, can't wait. Yeah, uh, we don't have anything else uh, going on. So what if we just, you know, for our seasonal re- release, you know, what if we put out... 3D World, right? Again? Sure. <laughs> I mean, and to be fair, we were just shitting on Microsoft and Sony for doing basically the same thing. So, <laughs> But then again, like, like we haven't heard Dick ports. from, like, uh, th- th- we were supposed to hear more about the, what, Pokemon DLC? I mean, there is a Nintendo Direct t- literally tomorrow as we're recording this. Yeah. Um, but it's about third parties. Technically, Pokemon might fall in that realm. They might just have an update on the DLC. That's all I want. Wait till like, October. It's, yeah, they, it's, it's they gonna release in November for sure. Like, they, they, I like could, I Nintendo's could see been that. very, very like cautious about like we're gonna announce something, and it's coming out uh, three weeks. Uh, three weeks. We're coming out in three weeks. Um, uh, yeah, so two weeks now. Yeah, two weeks. We're gonna do it here, and it's gonna come out. And we're all gonna buy we're it. Gonna have some um, ugly as nothing else we have. Ugly ass borders in Mario 64 and an unoptimized version of Mario Sunshine. We can't wait. At least, from what I hear, it's the best version of Galaxy. So it has that going for it. I'll sure. wait for Galaxy to go on sale for 20 bucks and I'll buy it then. Because Galaxy, it, Mario Galaxy is a very good game. I it, think it's it, one a really, really good one. Like, a lot of things can be true about this package, about like how, like, if there wasn't. Th- this is Nintendo, like, all right, yeah, you want these games on the Switch? Here you go, I guess. But also, it just reaffirms that, like, you know what? I think I'm just going to play Odyssey instead of, like, any of those three games. I don't have Odyssey's any interest really in ga- ga- Galaxy. If you could get Galaxy for 20 bucks, though, would you? You know, like, if you could just buy it out of cart. No. 
damn, you would you would you would you'd pay <laughs> no. like forty five to sixty dollars for Odyssey over a twenty dollar Galaxy. That's uh, rough. yeah. Well, the, the thing is, like Odyssey is, is is more of my style of of um, platformer of, of of platformer where, where like you have that, that, that like Hitman aspects of uh, like modern Hitman aspect where it's like this is big like like big world like full full of like um, ways you can you, you can explore it and and just like it being a collectathon you you have discrete levels instead of like all right world one 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 two and so on. And I, I I know there's discrete levels in in all like in, in these 3D Mario's, but like there is there's just a different feel. Like yeah. it's the same thing yeah. with like 64. Like that, that has a really different feel, and it's just like I've I've, I've played it before. I didn't, I, I didn't I, like I'm it also that to much. the point where like internet discourse is just starting to ruin Mario 64 for me. Where I'm just like, please stop talking about this game. I enjoyed <laughs> it far more when people just didn't shove it in everybody's face. This is the greatest game of all time. Like I like it a lot. I think it's one of my favorite games yeah. from my childhood. But like, I'm just sick of hearing about it now, man. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Go ahead and play Odyssey. That's a great game. Mario Odyssey was one of my favorite games of 2017, and that's the year Breath of the Wild came out. So. Right. I don't know. Like it's it's uh, God Mario Mario Odyssey is so good. I I think no, you'd enjoy I, it quite a bit. Oh, I think no, you'd also oh, enjoy the actual sure. platforming more because yes. uh, a lot of the Cappy gimmicks feel a lot more like uh, contemporary modern 3D platformers. So I good. think it kind of fits. Good because I do not like the momentum in Mario at all for, for like 3D platformers, and it's just like I I can't get the feel because like it's just when I turn I want to, I want to turn because I'm a cartoon character, not like all right I gotta like twist my body around it'll take like a like half second more to actually gotta turn. take the loop around the fucking cul-de-sac before i spin in place yeah <laughs> exactly I, I, yeah. yeah i get it i get it that 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 finesse filled control scheme is a bit more apparent i'd say in like 3d world and 3d land as well yeah. because that's just how those games are sort of structured but uh yeah i don't know like uh i would love to see you try your hand at mario odyssey because i also think it's not like super bloated or super like there's there it doesn't overstay its welcome I, i'd say i beat that game in yeah. like 20 hours or something tops yeah, but uh, I mean, I did want to keep going. It's there if you want to find everything. But like, it, there it's, were it's here for like bullshit hard levels, though. God damn. <laughs> Towards the end, uh, I believe specifically it. like the the champions run or whatever, like the final level, as it were, um, that was pretty nail bitey. But really, it's not. There are some hard levels like it does that thing where you'll go into the walls like uh, Link Between Worlds and like have a two D Mario section for, very briefly, because mm-hmm. um, you'll like. You'll do something with Cappy where you end up in a poor, like a warp pipe that ends up in a 2D plane, and some of that stuff can be pretty hard. But I don't know. God, there's some stuff in there though that's just like, man, this is such a great celebration of Mario as a character. Like this feels like, this feels like what they should have done for his 35th anniversary. Like if you wanted to celebrate, like kind of have a big send up for him because there's really cool homages to a lot of different stuff. There's characters from Mario canon that you forgot existed that are just like, oh yeah, we're gonna just bring you in and do something cool with right. you. So Mayor Pauline is who I'm referring to in that instance. Uh, so God, and I can't. Uh, unfortunately, poison, like that are nice, but um, I, I've poisoned my mind where I can't think of anything. When I th- when I say uh, Mayor Pauline, there's just this picture somebody did the day the game came out of like the exhausted Mario with like one HP panting, and then I just framed it right in front of her ass. And so he's just like, <laughs> I gotta show you this picture now. I, it's it's I, really I, I funny. vaguely remember this. Yes, yes. It is. Mario's just like oh. There is a ca- there is a camera mode that's that's quite good. Yes, it's a really good camera mode. Man, does it have some full fun like silly kaleidoscopey stuff? Like man, God, I loved Mario Odyssey. Like I, at the time, I think it was my favorite Mario game of all time, and 
like if I had to sit down and really think about it, just like in terms of just the sheer fun I had and the sheer like mm-hmm. pleasant time like of just playing that game, and like also I was playing it alongside some friends who all had switches themselves, and I'm like yeah, man, this is great. Like we're just having a great time. So I, it it very well still could be my favorite Mario game. I'd have to sit down and think about it, but oh man, Mario. Oh, Mario. Mario, Mario, Mario. Yeah, I, I, I think I should have gotten Mario instead of uh, Breath of the Wild when, when I first bought the Switch, because I, wa- I wanted to have, like, either or of them. It's just like, oh, gosh, which one should I do? But I um, mean, there's good chances that Mario Odyssey will be on sale pretty soon. Like uh, True. For, like, but I, when I say on sale, I mean, like, $45. That's, right, that's, right. That, that tends to be the the, the low end of Nintendo. I, I, I have to be sales. committed to get get it at, at, at like at like full price at that point. If they're like, all right, I want to play it, and so it's like I'll wait for a sale, but like I have to be, be prepared to be paying close to the sixty for it. That's why I'm wondering when they're going to do that, the uh, like greatest hits kind of thing. You know, like they have those for a lot of different systems. Selects, and yeah. yeah. So, so Nintendo selects, like you know, make it twenty dollars. Like if you had Breath of the Wild for twenty dollars, thirty, yeah. I, yeah, they could get away with thirty for those selects because they are because they beefed it up very to, to, to sixty dollars instead of fifty. Their previous yeah, price for yeah, thirty dollars yeah, makes more true. sense. Thirty dollars does kind of fit uh, that that mindset a bit more. Yeah, because like even even three DS games they had three DS selects for twenty dollars, but those games are forty dollars max. So right, right, but just like yeah. thirty dollars for a lot of that like that that 2017, 2018 lineup would would, yeah, would make a lot of great. sense. That sounds it's pretty like, good. That's, that's it's a lot of good stuff right there. Rabbids, but then again, you know, they want to push this. They're going to push this weird RC car Mario Kart thing. I still, I want to see more on that because, like, because I, I, I feel like I've heard Jeff Gersman say like three times at this point. But like, how fast are those fucking cars? Because I got to know if I'm going to make a track anywhere. Like, because you know, I'm the ideal candidate having like a suburban sort of like open home. You know, of like the, the, I have enough realist floor real estate for it. But like. If it's not going to be fast or very compelling or anything, like I, I get the appeal, but I don't know. It's just, I, I have to wait and see. I, I think that's a good in between Mario Kart game if they want to do that in between Mario Kart Eight and Mario Kart Nine. Just just put out more more, more tracks and more characters. Uh, that, that that'll goose it up a little bit a little bit more. But just or, they or have like a lot in Eight Deluxe though. I mean that that's a pretty full. I mean besides the roster, besides the character roster. Yeah. We don't have, have to go there. We know. Have seen the know. selection in Crash Team uh, Racing? God damn it. <laughs> the amount of tracks and, and characters? Come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Crash does go above and beyond with that stuff, but I don't know. They're, they, they're, they're busy making all their other fucking bandicoots horny anyway, so it's, <laughs> it, Crash Team Racing was the start, man. It, that's just what happened. That's just... <laughs> Now you got a fucking Zarya looking motherfucker as the uh, as as Tana, the uh, female yeah Tana yeah, is the yeah. I remember Crash Bandicoot lead. one with the big the, the big lady the big Amazonian lady who was just there to pose and then we never see her again. She's now back. she's back in pog form. <laughs> <laughs> now she's back and it's just like oh we found a way to like we found her in another Modern universe. It's like feminism. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so it's like oh yeah like she's playable now and she's pr- kind of cool. She she has a grappling hook. All right, neat. Are grappling hooks going to be 2021's biggest invention now? Is that just what's going to happen? Master Chief got a grappling hook. Everybody's going to get a fucking grappling hook. They're going to swing <laughs> from. I'm telling you. We'll see. But, uh, um, we sh- gosh, is, is there anything sh- else from from, from the uh, press conference? Um, the the, um, the Sonar presser you, you, you want to uh, discuss? Well, they are cause... adding they're they're adding Virgil to Devil May Cry Five, which if you play All Devil right. May Cry Five is a big deal. I mean, it's cool, and he play. He looks like he plays really fun, and the song they had for him sound like. 
okay, I really like Devil May Cry 5 soundtrack, so I'm about this. Uh, I don't think I'll buy it on PS5, nor will I buy a PS5 for it, because they also said DLC. they're just going to add it as DLC. Kind of surprising that they're going to get a DLC like a year and a half after the game came out, but I mean, sure. Devil May Cry 5 is, Devil May Cry 5 is a fantastic game, so getting that kind of support, yeah. and it, hopefully it, they add online co-op for their uh, Bloody Palace mode, which is like their mm-hmm. wave-based survival mode. They don't have online for that yet, and I feel like they're missing out. So if they add that, that could be very cool. Yeah, it's it, like 10 it, bucks, like, 15 bucks. It seemed like they were waiting to tee up, like, all right, new consoles, going to be released. What if we just put out our, uh, you know, definitive edition on the new system here? Yeah, is that good? Yeah, and then it's, and it's like we can throw some DLC to people who still have their PS4, Xbox One copies. Yeah, sure, why not? And like, and a lot of those are gonna let you transfer them anyway, like Avengers. Like you'll just have a buy in it option yeah. anyway. It's and that's cool and all, but making that the expectation really does hurt a lot of people who aren't going to be doing that. And it's like nobody ever had this expectation that they're going to get their games they have on their PS4s and Xbox Ones for free until now. Like, I don't know. It's, it's it's a weird expectation. I get people, you know, want to kind of save money. And if it's a game they're into, like, you know, if they do Dragon Ball Fighters on PS5 and Xbox Series X and Series S and stuff, like, it would be cool to have my stuff kind of go forward or at least have some kind of cheaper discount on, like, or at least like a steep like a Nintendo Wii U like you bought a you bought a Super Nintendo game so you're gonna pay for it on Wii U for eighty cents kind of deal you know they God they bothered to do that that's so that's the worst way of doing fucking backwards compat or like forwards compatibility is like they'll charge mm-hmm. you for it but they don't have to they're <laughs> like they're giving you ninety percent well why not just give me the fucking give me Mario World for free man I bought this game <laughs> six times like fuck you. <laughs> God. Just give me, cut me some slack here, but I don't know. Like Nintendo's too busy not caring about fucking my Nintendo and all their other supplementary offerings anyway. So like, who cares? Like it, it, it a lot of a lot of Nintendo just feels like their their moves are, are like half measures. And it, it, like I'm, what I'm kind of realizing now is like I don't think they they have enough people on board developing and like developing their their like services to like be on the scale of like an xbox or a sony i don't um, think they have an in them now for like their vault capabilities like yeah. like they, they have a huge library of like first party stuff but like a lot of their like it, it's, it's it's very i don't want to say disposable but it's like all right this is a precious system we'll put it away and not touch their games for a while until I don't know, we we have a feeling or bug up our butt to port it over, and it's going to take a lot of time, and it'll cost a lot of money to do it. Like I, it it it, it just feels like like a lot of what they do, or like it's just like Russian roulette of, of of all right, you get something cool, you get something like kind of bullshit, but like all right, I'm glad they're still doing it, and then stuff mm-hmm. that just doesn't make sense at all. Like I I, I don't know, they're they're their own weird little. Island where it's like you, you just don't know what to expect from them. No, I think that's totally fair. They've always had that vague sort of Disney oeuvre about them and this weird energy of like they can kind of do what they want. And on, on some level, it is double standardy. Um, like they get away with a lot of shit that the other guys just would not. Like imagine if Activision tried to just have Crash One, Two, and Three as was in the fucking not even widescreen for Crash One out of nowhere. Like, I, and I. I I don't think it's a super fair argument to constantly just compare other remasters to, to Super Mario, the, the Mario collection, but it's like... True. Well, I mean, these are his, the contemporaries. Like, this is what people do. Like, when when you're not Nintendo and have to work for it, you, 
really have to work for it. And those Crash remasters are really well done in that regard. Like, very competent, very fleshed out remix. Yeah, because they had I to be. St- I still haven't played it. <laughs> you haven't played the Crash I, remix? It, no, I, I have not played it at all. Because like, like, I was kind of hesitant at first because like it's like oh the the platforming is 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 harder and I'm like, do I want to play Crash One again? No, I don't because like I'm not a fan of Crash One. Ooh, it's, it's, I know. I, I actually, you know what? That's not a hot take. I feel like most people are like, "Yeah, it's it's Crash Two and probably Crash Three as well." It's that's it's kind Crash of Two, but and, and like three, three, like three does the thing where it's like, "Oh, it's more of Crash Two, but with more powers." And there's like it it does a lot of what Two did, but just just like more of it. But um, hey, yeah, just hit me up when they do a Wrath of Cortex remake, man. I guess that's what Crash Four is. So <laughs> maybe I'll well, play. Uh, it's about you, time. You know, God damn it! I was I was about to set up and it says like, well, you know, it's about it's time. about time, yeah. <laughs> which I want to try to make into into a thing where it's just like you know, it's 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 very you know like it's very Crash Bandicoot four of them to do, you know. God. <laughs> but um, uh, any, anything else from from, from the presser you you we want to uh, discuss? I mean, like pricing is I mean, it's like what we expected. At this we point, already kind of had our talks about the the pricing. I mean, it's. If I had any kind of investment in these systems, it's like, well, Microsoft is $100 cheaper, and that is impressive. And these are both digital-only consoles. So, like, mm-hmm. if you put one next to the other one, and they're roughly the same or at least very similar spec-wise, then, yeah, I guess go with the Xbox. But, like, there's not... That's if you don't have a console. Software. Or if you don't have a PC to, that can run Game Pass games and such. But, or, like, I mean, when... also, I'm, I'm curious to see... I'm very curious to see how the ecosystem is for consoles in general because, you know, early on in quarantine wasn't a huge issue for people to just plop down some money for a Switch, you know, just to kind of, if for nothing else, and to shut people up or to just have a social experience of some kind. But, like, I, I don't... I don't know what the landscape's going to look like. I don't know what this fucking country's going to look like in two months, man. Like, no, like who the yeah. fuck knows? It's it's All really... Right. it's it, not not to make it everything political or well i mean and and not to preface things with making everything political but you get what i mean like it, it's it's a weird world we live in and i don't know if like a traditional console war has a place in like 2020 america in general like, you know the worst reception recession of our lives and probably kind of our parents lives right right and you know every People have to stay home. People have to work from home. People have to, you know, do so much. And like, we're still shit, not done just... with a lot of it. No, That's it's not. Like, Despite what people might might think, we're not done with quarantine. It didn't go out of style, and then we're just like, okay, we're just gonna. No, we just gave up on trying. Where it's just like, no, we just yeah. gave up on trying, and we're just gonna yeah. we're just gonna slide into this new normal and just accept that, you know. Oh, I guess our, uh, I guess the older generation is just going to die in like five years. Like, I guess we're just not going to have... Sure, why are we not? just going to not have old people? Is that just what's going to happen? Are we just not going to have old it's people in five years? It's fine by me. You know, fuck them. Oh, God. <laughs> we lived enough. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, that, that, like breaking it down to that ma- macro level makes me think of just like... It's cool that these concerts are happening, and honestly, the price is... I'm impressed with the price. Neither of them are over five hundred dollars, and there's a lot of technology in these machines. <laughs> so, 
I'm impressed that it's not super expensive. Sony's still haunted by the 599 US dollars. 599 US dollars. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Microsoft beat me to the punch by showing the $500 console and the $300 console a little early. Mm-hmm. So now they're kind of de facto. Days the early from releasing, re- releasing, too. They're like days right. away from each other. Right. So I, and it's like, I don't know. I don't they, know. They, they, they put Sony in the back foot and like. Yes, it's a good. I think these are good prices. Um, I think I and I think they're decently affordable compared to other consoles. Compared yeah. to what uh, the life is in twenty twenty, that's hard to say. Because also, Switch at its most expensive is like three hundred dollars. You know, and you have other right. options for cheaper Switches, and you also have a lot more time for aftermarket stuff because the Switch has been out for three years. So you can find ways to get it cheaper. It's, it's, it is possible. But right. I don't know. I, I didn't see much else from the, the, the Sony press conference that really... Like, I saw some Resident Evil 8 stuff, um, and I wasn't really sure... Like, it, it looks cool. I, I really like right, the aesthetic you know. of Resident Evil 8. It's very, like, fucking old, like, rotten porcelain dolly, fucking, like, mm-hmm. Siberian wilderness. Like, that's cool. Uh, still don't really know why Chris is trying to kill everybody. Um, that, that they, They're trying to tie this into old Resident Evil lore, and I feel like it's just kind of... It's weird. I don't know how it's going to mesh all together at the end of the day, but Resident Evil 8 still looks really, really cool. I'm, I'm glad it's there. It was at the, the press conference. I'm glad we're reminded that game it actually exists. exists. Yeah, and it's, it's like an, an, another, like, okay, you got uh, Resident Evil 7 2 now. All right, sure, why not? Like, it, it, it's, it's a good series. Um, well, it, it, it's a good, like, bouncing off point where it's like, oh, this is what Resident Evil is going to be now. Welcome, welcome to 2020, where Resident Evil is now first person. And Final Fantasy <laughs> is now like action, action RPG, game. yeah, and, and 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 like fucking Yakuza is now a JRPG. Okay, sure, why not? Fuck it. Uh, and what else did I see? They, they're making a new Five Nights at Freddy's game, so that's uh, a thing. Uh, yeah, Hogwarts it's, it's gonna be the Hogwarts game has got yeah. revealed the, the same week that. Uh, <laughs> everybody's favorite transphobic author is having a public meltdown. So yeah, um, that's cool. Y- oh. You know what I noticed in this Harry Potter game? It's it's set in the 1800s. Cool. Can't wait to shit on the yes. floor. <laughs> no, wait to e- take a big even fat dump. better, even better. Um, I saw more black people than the books, than in the books and the movies. Well, there you go. So it shows that the devil was actually trying. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, I'd hate to be that. I'd really, I feel for everybody working on that game because they're gonna catch some heat that they do not. Like that is not on yeah. them, not well, on them at like, all. Like knowing knowing how some people can still consume consume like Chick Fil A and uh, other like problematic entities and shit. Um, like it's still gonna sell well. It's still gonna oh, sell yeah. well. It's still gonna and, sell like, well. Pe- That's yeah. for sure. Pe- people are just still it's just like well, well, like I can separate art from the artist, and you know, like they're, they're still not comfortable about it. I can, but yeah, it, it, it's oh, Harry Potter is still very important to me. It's, it's a coping mechanism. It's like okay, whatever. But still, like at the end of the day, yeah, just she gets she, she getting them royalties, baby. Buy it, buy it reused from GameStop. You'll be fine. You can yeah, play with a clear conscience there. <laughs> yeah, eat um, that fucking weird. Where it's just like at this point, like we want to say like fuck you to like different um, publishers and developers. Where it's like just buy it used. Remember when we fought fought about like uh you know buying used that that a whole like fucking well, debate now it's in like ammunition. the 2010s. Now it's now yeah, it's now it's yeah, your exactly. now it's your having your cake and eating it too. Yeah, just buy it used at the GameStop that that will not go be, be existing that in the 2021. That won't exist in a year and a half. Who knows? Uh, God, I really I don't know. 
Because also, I've That's like be a while. Uh, while we've been recording, they've been uh, announcing like uh, just different pre-orders and stuff for PS Five. It's apparently a fucking nightmare. I do really feel for my old uh, my old uh, colleagues at GameStop, man, because they, they, they've been waiting for months for people. Like people have been asking them to for to pre-order PS Fives for so long. And yep. trust me, GameStop wants to take your money, but uh, yep. they can't. They literally can't until now. And now they're doing it in this weird segmented path where it's like, well, who knows? Like. <laughs> And it's, when, it's, what what, what happened to the so pre-orders weird. to the pre-orders that, that Sony put out like yeah, a week ago? To, what happened to fucking writing your soul down on a piece of parchment paper to give to Sony so that you could have the chance to pre-order? Like, I guess that was just a bunch of smoke. <laughs> just g- 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 gauging uh, interest since it's like, it's like, oh, see, how many people are actually wanting to pre-order? Um, you know, let's let's scale back production. You know, like here, uh, yeah, let's let's not like put out. You know, just like well, like our model represents they'll that. Do it in uh, waves. We were like, not a lot of people are interested, so let's let's, uh, let's scale back a bit. Uh, what just, else just, do we see here? Just they wild do, shit. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is, uh, you know, it's uh, it's another one of those. Cool, it's another one. Of, see, I liked Black Ops a lot back then, but again. Like, with how the political landscape is in 2020, uh, rewriting fucking alternate history in a more fucking, like, vaguely right-leaning, uh, like, American purview is just kind of weird. Like, I, the, the, the whole... It, it hits a different conspiracy, tone cons- Like, conspiracy, the world of conspiracy has changed so much in the 10 years since Black Ops 1, where now that whole world is a lot more you know, right wing and, and white supremacist laden even more than it was 10 years ago. We knew 10 years ago, there were some undertones there, but now it's just, you know, they took the masks off and now it's just like very (laughs) cut and dry. And it's like, well, now I don't really, I don't really want to play a game where Ronald Reagan sends me to do war crimes. Like I'm kind of cool. Not (laughs) doing that. (laughs) Like, ah, I think I'm kind of, kind of like, okay. And done with like a a lot of those types of games. Just like, yeah, you're going to go and fuck some shit up. Uh, don't worry. Um, there's no consequences for you. Um, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, you'll be but, fine. It's fine. All right. You're totally great. Uh, it, okay. But the game, work, the game looks worse than Modern Warfare, which is baffling <laughs> to me. But, I mean, Modern Warfare uh, did look really good. That game did look solid. Man. But, like, man, I don't know. Like, Black Ops used to be a jam, you know? It's like, and I'll, that's, I'll, I'll that's, still be curious to see how they do zombies and stuff. But it's like, I don't really feel compelled to play this at all. You know, I'm really sad that Raven Software is is now relegated to making Call of Duty games because, um, like I I would much rather play Singularity instead of the newest Black Ops. <laughs> God, yeah. oh, Lord. Uh oh. Um, this doesn't have anything to do with the PS5 news or anything, but we were talking a little in the pre-show, um, just of what I've been playing. And uh, Master Roshi came out in Dragon Ball Fighters. Master Roshi is everybody's favorite problematic sensei figure. And trust me, there's quite a few of those in anime. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But in terms of the actual game, he's really fun. They did a thing where uh, like a central mechanic of everybody in that game is, is the super dash where you can sort of dash forward at somebody at a really high speed um, while you're just on the ground or in the air or something. Um, Roshi doesn't have a, a universal one. Like it like everybody else does. He has his own weird inputs for doing, something kind of like that like they're not going to make it so he can't actually function but they're mm-hmm. making it interesting like he's he's not user he's not new user friendly i don't think i think he's pretty tough to get into even if you're just mashing square or mashing triangle or whatever like he's interesting like i, I didn't expect him to be that interesting because when i'm like oh master roshi i kind of know he's gonna play like he's probably gonna beat you with his staff a little bit he's got a kamehameha 
he's got this, that, or the other, but the way they implemented him is actually pretty strong, and I think he's really fun. Like, oh, good. He, he's he's kind of wacky, he's kind of zany, he has fun clips. There's <laughs> When you're on the team with Yamcha, one of his win quotes is like, Yamcha, all I got for you is don't die. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> it's like, man, I get why people might be sick of Yamcha jokes. I'm sick of some jo- jokes in the Dragon Ball fandom, but like... Hearing it from the actual source material is still kind of funny, <laughs> as opposed to like a Team Four Star thing. It's it, it's it, I don't want to say it's a different perspective, but it, it, it's just another angle at it. It's just like all right, we've we've had so many dunks, but it's like let's you know let's let's add add, add Frieza to dunk on Yamchuk some more too. Hell yes, but which it's actually funny that in this story Frieza is if anything giving Yamcha compliments, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> kind of gassing him up and I'm like ah he's the only smart one here or whatever just because mm. he's just cowering in fear or whatever like it's a Yamcha thing it's fr- it's fucking Frieza I, God I, I liked the Dragon Ball Fighter story at the time but like no what I actually liked was just these cool voice actors bouncing off each other that's what I liked it's, it's actually playing service. the game yeah actually playing the game was like mm, don't really care about doing this but that bit where Captain Ginyu is having an existential crisis because if he switches bodies with Cell, he thinks himself like a frog again because he got turned <laughs> into a frog. I'm like, yeah, that's that's good. I like that. Like, that's really funny. Uh, and it's funny to see Cell fucking roast the shit out of Gohan for getting soft. But uh, like, you know, it, it, I, I, it's a, it's like twenty, it's like twenty or twenty five hours. It's fan of service. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. But it's you, really like, long. Just throw it up on only... YouTube and, and you'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Just watch the fucking MK Ice and Fire fucking compilation like you do for every Mortal Kombat story and Injustice story. You'll be fine. You'll be just fine. Pretty much, um, yeah. <laughs> they had a big balance update, though, with uh, this Dragon Ball Fighters patch, with the Roshi patch. They changed a lot of characters, um, mostly buffing low tiers, which is pretty cool because usually how it works is like mostly it's mostly top tiers getting knocked down a peg. That happens. Most of the time, you don't see the lower tiers get any better. But for uh, this patch, it seemed like they went above and beyond for some of those older characters. Like some characters, like Ginyu, I feel like have complete reworks from time to time. Where the Ginyu you played when Dragon Ball Fighters launched is not the Ginyu you're playing right now. Like he has a different suit level three super. He has a different like combination attack with Jason Burter. He has like a different assist where you can choose which Ginyu force member comes out as the assist. It's like that's really fucking cool. Like. The, the, the love they'll give to these old characters from this game from 2018, where by all means they really shouldn't be caring this much, is pretty cool. I do wonder where the bottom's going to fall out, though. Like, are they going to do a season four? Because I know they can, and I know they could put characters in there, but at what point do you just go, why don't we just make a sequel? Why don't we just make a few more? Like, why don't we, you know, Dragon Ball Fighters very famously built off the Guilty Gear Exert engine. Why don't they go off the Guilty Gear Strive engine where it's a bit more three-dimensional and shiny and, like, uh, like different camera angles and a different framework? Like, maybe it'll be Super Dragon Ball Fighters or maybe it'll be, like, who knows? Maybe they're going to want to branch out to other shows and just try and do a Jump Force game that's actually good this time. <laughs> I don't know, because, like, part of Dragon Ball Fighters' charm is that they dig really deep. So if you do a game where it's every anime or every anime in the Shonen Jump umbrella... It's not going to get as deep. You're going to get two two or three characters per franchise. So you're going to get Goku, Vegeta, and Piccolo. Or Goku, Vegeta, and Cell. Or, no, Goku, Vegeta, and Frieza. Let's be real. Um, and then, like, ah, oh, here's here's three characters from My Hero. Here's three characters from Naruto. Here's 
four characters from One Piece. I don't know. Like, you won't have as many deep cuts. And part of Dragon right. Ball Fighters' appeal is the deep cuts. So, only God, fans. Fucking, it's for only fans. Yeah, yes, it's specifically Broly's only fans. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but what? That about does it for what I've been playing and uh, kind of what I've been up to. I, I, I really didn't catch a lot of this PlayStation business until um, like I got home from work and was just like reading a bunch of articles over dinner. So I, I haven't had a lot of time for it to soak in. I'm just kind of more compelled to be like, yeah, these these consoles really aren't it. Like, yeah, I said it on Twitter. Like, that, between the the not compelling list of games and the economic times we find ourselves in, uh, you don't. They really shouldn't be putting them out, but I feel like they have to. Unfortunately, like that's just it's, that's just how fucking stockholders and you know it's been seven or six years and, since the last consoles, and we the, were a lot like of people were to. fretting over like, oh, this is this is this the final console cycle? Like, do we really need new consoles? And like at the time, you can th- kind of see it's, it's like you know I can see the difference, you know, like in, in the graphical quality and and, and the um. And the use of it, and it's like, okay, yeah, it's 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 not that that exciting, but I can see it. Here, it's like, all right, you can see some aspects of it, you know, like better processing through its SSD, but beyond that, it's like, all right, now you really don't have any exclusive games on launch anywhere. You just have it's, services it's and ports. It is weird. Yeah, literally, it's. Ports like, and definitive editions, like it, it, is, it is weak as shit. Like, you just want to buy new shit. That's it. You know, it's just like, it's all right, a, yeah. But the thing is, if if that's what you want to do, that's fine. I think you should be allowed to, but not nearly as many people can these days. And also, like, there's not much of a point really too when a lot of exactly. these games are also services that you're playing on other games on other consoles anyway. Like, yeah, I can have a shinier version of Apex Legends, but like, I think I'm fine with the one I have now. Like. There's not a real rush. There's not a real like killer app, you know. That's whatever. That's what the big buzzwords were. Fucking 10, 15 years ago was killer app. Ooh, the Halo yeah. Killer. Ooh, they're gonna have this thing on there. This out of the other. And I know these old. I know Xbox One and PlayStation Four did not have amazing launch lineups. But they had something, you know. Like yeah, Xbox had like Dead Rising Three and fucking Rise Sun of Rome and uh, like yeah, it wasn't fantastic. But they're I mean, games. Xbox, uh, I mean, also games Xbox. Is, is like, all right, I played something on the new system and then like put it on my shelf and never touch it again. There's not any Xbox, of those games anymore. Xbox One also did have a rough start because they were still shaking the uh, Don Matrick era right, off of their, Right, off of but their still, they were like at person. least like probably close to a dozen exclusives on there. Yeah, they they had they, they also still had like Forza and some 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 heavy hitters, but like they don't even have a local Forza cycle for this fucking thing. Yeah. They couldn't even port a fucking... Well, they could port. I guess you could play an Xbox... You could play, like, Forza Horizon 3 on that Xbox Series X X or whatever right. you want to. But I don't know. I don't know. And and I want to know about the storage sizes because I'm telling you right now, unless it's two terabytes, it's not big enough. <laughs> two terabytes might not even be big enough. Like, storage size is quickly becoming a premium on these consoles. And now that they're SSD, it's going to be a lot harder to upgrade those things than just plugging in a... a a fucking external hard drive because yeah, then you're gonna be waiting an hour and a half to install. It's games. going to be <laughs> interesting because like Call of Duty is known for like having a tremendous amount of storage. Some um, would say needed. ridiculous and absurd, uh, and nonsensical. Exactly. 
like exactly and, and they, gigabytes and 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 they, and they need that much to like make make the loading like faster and more more modern instead of taking forever to load and like having an ssd at the ready will reduce that amount that of of, of those like um file redundancies they have to do <clears throat> in in these games so you will have eventually have a smaller file size but like it needs to have that variety that that like okay all these consoles have ssds and they would actually use use it to 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 its advantage then you'll start to see the trickle down back to pc where it's like okay yeah we'll reduce these file sizes now that we don't we don't need yeah. that many like, like we don't need that many that? gigs yeah just, warframe's just, doing like a big update where they're like reducing the size at least by a third yeah and, like that goes a long way for a lot of people i don't know like like making an say, SSD like, required, it's, 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 yeah, it makes exactly, a world of difference exactly. for it. It but. really can, for sure. And they, they still have like a lot of ray tracing stuff, but my question is, like, ray tracing is really cool when you see it side by side, but when you actually get it in your hands, is ray tracing really even that huge of a deal? Like, I... it's That's kind of difficult to say, because load times, you can kind of have that be quantifiable and be like, yes, I would rather play that's a game impressive. that had 20-second load times versus, yeah. you know, three-minute load times. Um, but like ray tracing is a bit more just like, yeah, you can looks, see looks... characters and reflections now. Cool. Right. It's, it's all right. You know, like, Oh yeah, yeah staring, you can, you when can see shadows. Like, eh, when I'm staring at puddles, I'm going to have a great time. I'm sure. But like, you yeah. know, <laughs> it's hard to say between that and like, do that many people really have 4k televisions? Like I, no. I, I wish I had better metrics on this stuff because I feel like 4k is not widely adopted. Like, like 1080p was like, like HD no. in general was. Like I not many like channels not, are actually using it either. I mean, like we're right, just exactly. now getting to like are, nice like 1080p man. land, yeah. Right. So I I just feel like that has to catch up as well. Jeez. I, I don't know, man. It's just it's it, it it's strange. A, a podcast once told me that these are strange times we're living in. You know, so <laughs> I'm inclined to agree uh, that these are indeed strange times. But uh, if you want to, if you well, actually, Robert, do you have anything else you'd like to? Kind of get well, yes, yeah, so that, that same that same podcast um, also mentioned. There's no better time to um, play video games, and I agree <laughs> um, because I have a tremendous backlog. And I introduced this um, introductory um, <clears throat> about a few weeks ago to reveal that I'll be playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, and yes. uh, I devised a system where um, it, it, it's a randomizer for, in, in my Excel spreadsheet with all my uh, un- unplayed games and such. And it, it takes like ten games from that list and spits it out. I copy it and put it in here, and I have a list of them. I have ten games now. I All will right. note like some of them I did play and and beat or, or I'm, I'm right. finished with it. So it's it's you know some of these are old news. Some of them um, I haven't even touched or like no thought about like, playing it. So it is a uh, menagerie of. Uh, different genres so i'll just go right off on, on, on the top of the list here so i'll name the 10 games and i'll mark down the ones that um i already played and uh i have no intention of playing again because this that's, that's not the purpose of the entire thing um unless you want me to suffer so i'll go and start off uh grow home Let's see what we got grow yeah, home sure um then next up is the walking dead season two yeah you're good don't do that <laughs> and Deadly Tower of Monsters. Don't know what that is. Could be it's, good. 
Don't know. It's it's it's, it's a oh gosh, it's it's very much like defense. But budget, like it's a budget game where you're playing like a quasi like a top down beat 'em up, and and you're and you're playing it where like you like it's on a, like the, the like a set of like a like a really bad like fifties like sci fi movie. Like it, it's it's a neat, interesting, and kind of fun concept, but it's 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 quite short too, as, as I've I've heard, but um. Yeah, that's that's on the list of games that I still haven't played, and it's probably from like 2013 or 14. <laughs> that I nice. bought a while ago, and it's like I'm gonna play it one day, maybe co-op. Never touch it again. So, Deadly <laughs> Tower of Monsters, and the next up All on right. this list here is of Orcs and Men. Um, I already beat All that. All right. I already mm-hmm. took care of that. Um, Spec Ops: The Line is next up on the list. Did you play that game? Nope, I haven't played it. Next I up. don't know how that holds up in 2020, but I would be interested <laughs> to find out. It's it's be. on the list, and um, you know, like this this does resets, you know, like maybe next couple of times, or maybe this time, depending upon the rest of the list. But uh, the rest of the, the rest of the list goes as followed: Alien Isolation. Yeah, sure. Next up um, is Typing of the Dead. We got like a couple so of chapters in, but just never beat it. You know, like, got, like, probably, like, an eighth of the way in and just stopped. Sure. I mean, if you um, have an afternoon, I guess. A couple of afternoons, yeah. Um, Wolfenstein, The Old Blood, I beat that already. That was, like, DLC for, like, the first, like, reboot. Wolfenstein. Yep, exactly. Decent. Um, Gears Tactics. Ooh. Yeah, that's a now juicy I, one. That's a game. That's a juicy one, yeah. I think that yeah. one should... If I had to guess out of all these so far, that's probably the, uh the one i go for and then lastly is borderlands one dlc what the fuck are you doing anymore oh i can't wait to play the fucking general Knox missions great no i i i beat it already it's taken care of but like the thing is like it spits off like 10 games but it doesn't matter if i beat it or not or or or, like it shouldn't be on the list or not so there's three three games out of here that that i already beats that i already took care of that i don't want to play again so only seven on this list here: Grow Home, Walking Dead Season Two, Deadly Tower of Monsters, Spec Ops: The Line, Alien Isolation, Typing of the Dead, and Gears Tactics. Of those seven, which mm. one should I try out this week? Um, are you so wait? Are you spinning a wheel, or are you just asking me? I'm asking you. You get to decide my fate. Oh man, it's so much power in my hands. That's um, a lot of power. I mean, you. You have a real hankering for those XCOM games. You like Mario and Rabbids enough. I think Gears Tactics might be the way. I, I, I'm just getting a feeling that's going to be your bag. You don't have to be nice to me. You, 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 it, it really depends yeah, on... Yeah, but I don't the, want you to fucking play Borderlands 1 DLC. So, you know, I no, mean... No, I, I, no, no. <laughs> that, that's what I'm trying to explain to you. Like, like okay, it, it, it takes 10 games, but I will note the ones that I already played, so they're off the list. So I noted oh, those that's seven. Right. I forgot that was off so the list. So the ones I just mentioned right now. So Grow Home, Walking Dead Season 2, Deadly Tower of Monsters, Spec Ops The Line, Alien Isolation, Typing of the Dead, and Gears Tactics. Of those seven, which one would you want me to play? Um, I mean, I just feel like you're going to have the most fun with Gears Tactics. I don't know. Okay. Like, I feel like that's going to be the one that you can kind of sink your teeth in the most into. And uh, you already have it. So, you know, right. like it's readily available to you so yeah just go with gears tactics gears tactics you, you, it is okay then it's, it's a pretty fun well not fun but it's a 
decent universe to kind of get yourself immersed into. It's a fun little prequel story. Yeah, sure. Alrighty then. I'm marking down Gears Tactics for this week, and I'll come back next week or the week afterwards with my thoughts on it. Hell yeah. And let's see. Uh, well, if I had to guess what I'm going to be playing this week, I'm going to be playing some Among Us. Well, I'll have some stories to tell about Among Us uh, one way or the other on next podcast for sure. Probably playing some more fighters, probably playing a little bit more Metal Gear, but um, yeah, it's a pretty clean docket so far for uh, going at, uh, to the end of September here, so who knows? I mean, I'll still be playing Hearthstone. Do I even <laughs> have to say it? But um, yeah, I guess that's going to do it for me on this year's show. Uh, Robert, do you have anything else you wanted to uh, get off your chest before we wrap this show up? Um, I, I think I might be having some serious problems with uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon's uh, storyline when they bring back Kazuma Kiryu um, in there like, like like nothing happened at, at the end of Yakuza 6 because at the end of Yakuza 6 like he he makes himself known that, that like he's dead but he's not dead he, he just faked his death to protect the ones he loved but now he's back he's back but like well how much can... is he back though like he very like back, back? he's he's very much back like oh yay I, I i thought you were dead like i never thought you were actually dead cosmo chan oh no like he shows up at the at the tojo clan again to help out with the fighting it's just like yeah that's it's fun but i mm, like i'm gonna mm, i don't know about this ah oh, yeah it, i guess that's it, fair it, it, it just yeah. removes like, like that was the, the good. That was the six. entire emotional crux of 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 Yakuza Six. So yeah, it's six. Like he had to leave Haruka, and 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 and, and her child that he, he took so long to protect, and in Utah that like, like he mentored. Like he had to leave his family behind to protect them because like like everyone everyone wants to come at the fourth chairman, you know. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all. That's that's all I have to say. Whew, man. Well, without with that emotional haymaker thrown out there by one Robert Beach, concerned about the fate of one Mr. He said Kazuma Kiryu. I forget his first name. Kazuma? Um, right? it, it, I, I keep forgetting. I, I think Kiryu might be his first name because like, I, I think it's like, like in, in sequence, like the last name is the first name, but I don't know. Well, with that emotional fucking haymaker, as I said previously, uh, that is going to do it for this small and cozy episode of PNB that ended up being a pretty decent sized episode anyway. That's just the power of myself and Robert uh, and our, I guess, we'll call it chemistry, at least the audible chemistry. But uh, if you want to hear more of our audible chemistry, you can go and listen to PNB Presents, our feed where we put a bunch of our one-off and ongoing shows um, I, I almost forgot. Yeah, Mac Dab in the middle of our Final Fantasy VII remake, Grind Forever, where me and Robert and TL and Brendan talk about uh, in a two-parter uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. So if you want to listen to that, you can get actually by the time you're listening to this, you will have both parts available to you on Patreon. And episode one of this two-parter is going to be on the PNP Presents feed mm-hmm. tomorrow. Free feed so, is part one tomorrow, and then then um, everything is out right now. Um, it's confusing part- for us too. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's but, a walk, um, but uh, yeah. it, it was a great part episode. two. It was a part great two time. is definitely where I partitioned it to where like okay, no, this is where we get into some serious spoilers. So yeah, it, it if you're looking for more story stuff, stuff it's part two. 
Um, but also we've got ongoing stuff like PNBFM. Me and Brendan have PNBFM Metal Edition. We're gonna get going, and I think I want to do something with fighting games on the feed, but I'm not sure what yet. So stay tuned while that idea gets fleshed out. Um, you can follow myself on Twitter at Tierney. You can follow Robert at Twenty Three Breach. Follow the podcast at PNBCast, uh, and you can again give us a little shekel here or there at Patreon.com/PNB. Helps keep the lights on, and it actually has helped me increase our feeds, like our podcast feed sizes. Whenever you know, <clears throat> whenever that becomes an issue, I can just be like, okay, we'll just we we can literally afford to be, have more storage space. That's pretty invaluable on the internet in this day and age. So whenever we have a two and a half hour episode, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you might Once say again, that. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh no, don't worry. It was it, it was the first time TL was back. You know, we had to have a rip roaring good time, but. Uh, uh, from myself and for Robert, hope you all have a great day. No fucking good. Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs>